This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives and also co-author of the book Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. We want to hear from you today. Nancy's here ready to take your personal finance questions, but we're also going to be talking about Black Friday shopping strategy and tips. Have you started your holiday shopping? Do you buy more than gifts at this time of year? What about an online shopper? Do you do that or do you prefer to go through the mall? What about uh, going to a shopping desk? destination away from home, like an outlet mall or somewhere out of state. Uh, give us a call this morning. Join the conversation. It's one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 or send an email to money at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Nancy. Hope that you're doing well this morning. Good morning. It's been a while. Yes. Glad to have you back. Hope that so, you avoid so your... ask me why I've been gone. Okay. Nancy, why have you been off from the program? Because I have a granddaughter, and so I've been getting acquainted with her, and that's been a a fun time away, and um, I, I love being a grandmother. So you're going to be, are you going to be the doting grandmother? That, yes, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You've been waiting for this and now yes. is your shot. Yes. So uh, that was good. good. Glad to have you back. Uh, Ryder did a good job in your absence, uh, but uh, good to have you back on the program with us. Uh, I went to Florida this weekend, uh, past weekend. Uh, great uh, weather, nice and sunny. I got out on the beach and I'll say I bought a new iPhone. The XR is the one I got in the camera. On wow. That. It's just really. Yes, I've been hearing about that. In fact, my my daughter was she has the better camera and of course now that we have this little one we might need to upgrade to <laughs> that other uh, thing this is way off on a tangent but you know i'm child five of five yeah so when we look back at old family photos and things you know the first three came kind of quick in a row there so yeah. there's boodles of pictures yeah, and videos me, me everything, too you me know. too i i was the third and yeah. so it was just By like the time yeah, they, yeah, okay. it's like yeah okay we had another kid big deal yeah. so there's hardly any proof that i was Actually, uh, but uh, so they joke and say that I was actually adopted and left on the the, the doorstep there. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's the truth or not. Anyway, like I said, kind of a tangent there. What about uh, financial news in the news? Wow. Um, markets have been very volatile. Um, we have, as of this morning, gone into negative territory for the year. Um, this is something we've been cautious and watching for a while now. Uh, the stock market tends to be what we call a leading indicator. And we're waiting to see if that is the case, meaning that it turns negative before the economy turns negative. So it's not going in lockstep with the economy. So that's why many times people think, well, well, what's wrong? You know, everything's still blowing and going. We have low unemployment. 
um, what's the problem. But we see that the market is a forward-looking instrument, and there are all kinds of things that are causing some headwinds. Uh, tariffs are still a huge issue. We're seeing a slowdown globally. Um, and so we're giving back. And along with that, my caution as we head into the Christmas season is that we're starting to see credit card um, balances going up. So sometimes we as consumers can miss those signs that things may be slowing down. And so we're still acting as if there's a party going on. And if you get too far out on that credit, that can be a problem for you when things do slow down. All right. Uh, so if you have a personal finance question this morning, you can give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464. Send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Just kind of a, maybe a follow-up on that. I, I think that from what you've told us before that you kind of look for for trends and, and sometimes, you know, ups and downs over the short term uh, aren't aren't as important. So right, yeah. how do you know when something is a trend that looks like it's pointing to something that you need to be concerned about? Well, sometimes you don't know that you've hit the peak until you look in the rearview mirror and um, but you try to look at the whole picture and gather all those pieces of data that tell you something about the overall economy. And one of the things that I've been talking about on the program for a while is housing. And so that's becoming a real problem. And we're asking the question, why is housing slowing down with employment looking so solid? Um, part of that is just a, a natural uh, thing with you don't buy a house every year. We also have rising interest rates, all kinds of things going on there. And housing drives the economy because when people change houses, of course, they're going to buy new appliances, buy new furniture, buy new lawnmowers. All of that pushes things along. So that's a, a little bit of a concern for us watching those things. And um, consumer sentiment or consumer confidence tends to keep going along with the economy until we as consumers actually start to feel it. Um, unemployment tends to be what we call a lagging indicator, meaning it's the last thing that heals and the last thing that starts to drop off. Um, I just got passed on to me uh, some information from an insider on transportation in the rail industry. And just a few months ago, I was talking to this person and they were saying things are blowing and going. They're building out new rail systems. Uh, you know, orders look great. And suddenly everything has ground to a halt. Uh, they've got uh, boxcars sitting empty. About 17% of them are sitting empty. Um, starting to hear of industries quietly laying off people. Um, so when the economy turns, I, I say it's often like a faucet. You know, it's just going full blast and you're just bumping along thinking things are great. And suddenly it's just gone. It's down to a drip. And that's what we saw in 2008, 2009. And I'm not saying that's what we're seeing here. We don't have that kind of a bubble. But I, I think um, what I'm reading says that maybe the second quarter of this year might be our best one, and we might see some declines from there. All right. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking uh, today about an additional looking for personal finance questions, talking about holiday shopping, Black Friday shopping tips and strategies and that sort of thing. And again, as we mentioned in the in the past, this is the time of year when retailers really 
do their thing. And so. Right. And that's the other thing that's happening. You know, um, Target um, released information, financial information that shows they're not doing as well as we thought they would be doing. And so their stock has declined. We're going to be seeing um, a couple of big retailers gap. And I forget the other one is going to be releasing earnings today. So we're going to be looking at those retailers for guidance as far as what we as consumers are doing. And are we really seeing a slowdown or is this just a short term thing? So again, if you have a personal finance question or some strategy for your holiday shopping that you'd be willing to share with us, you can give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show money at mpbonline dot org. So technically, Black Friday is this Friday, the twenty third. But I've noticed uh, by looking at ads on television and that sort of thing that um, sales have already started. So. Uh, do you think that this was retailers just trying to capitalize and do better on on a good thing, or what, why do you think they've gone from that? Sort well, of- we've just seen that's a trend that's happened over the last few years, and we keep backing up. So now people are shopping on Thanksgiving, which really drives me crazy. Why can't we stop for just one day and enjoy each other's company? But um, we're backing up. We're also seeing increases in online shopping. And we talk a lot about online shopping, but it still represents only about 15% of what Mm. happens in retail. Um, But online lets us look at what's available out there as far as products, what's on sale, find coupons, and then we can take that to the store or we can set up a shopping cart and now we've ordered everything and now we swing by the store and pick it all up. Um, and I'm thinking my brother noticed that on one of the Walmart uh, Black Friday ad, TV ads, uh, there is a little scroll at the bottom that says um, something like open on Thanksgiving, except we're prohibited by local law. So apparently, I guess some mis- municipalities have, have passed ordinances that there say, are some wise men still out there, <laughs> maybe three of them. <laughs> But also, I wonder if it's a react, any kind of reaction to, you know, when it was Black Friday, I used to see those videos of people fighting oh, over TVs like and that crazy. sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering yeah. if maybe, I, I think that has actually helped if the sales last a little bit longer. Maybe there's not that push to get in there. And, you know, I could see fighting over a TV maybe. But I remember once I thought where, again, it was Walmart that was offering, you know, 10 washcloths for a dollar. And there were people fighting over that. And my thought was, you know, come on now. Really? Yeah. So Do you really need that? They were entertaining, but a little bit uh, embarrassing, well, I think, for all of us. Well, and some people do enjoy just the hunt, you know, just that idea of, oh, we're going to get in this group, and we, we've got our coffee and hot chocolate, and we're going to go stand in line in the middle of the night, and, and it's and it's an event. Um, and if you can approach it that way, I mean, that's fine. Um, it's not a fun event for me. Well, and I, I'll agree, because uh, years ago, before it got so hu- super huge, I was the same way. I used to like to go to a mall, because I've fancied myself good at sort of navigating in and out and through crowds and everything. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when I got saw all those things of, first of all, people having to wait in line for how many ever hours, and then all the fights and the thing, it's like, that's that's when you decide to maybe sit it out, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we've got a caller on the line, so We'll invite uh, Craig, who's called in from Biloxi this morning. Craig, you're on the air with us. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to know if, if uh, on these retailers, if they reduce the warranties on sale items. 
I don't know. Um, I have not heard that. And, um, you know, there are certain warranties that are governed by law. Um, and then you may have particular warranties related to particular appliances, a television or a washing machine. Um, and so I think you just need to read the fine print on those product um, brochures that they that they give you uh, that most of us just put in our drawer and never look at again. So I, I don't think they do, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these people, they don't give you they don't give a reduced price for nothing. So they, they try to get you in either way. Well, one of the things that they do is they reduce prices on certain things that are, you know, it's like eye candy. Oh, look, look at this thing that you're going to get a great deal on. And the plan is once they get you in the store and that item is usually way in the back or there's limited quantities so now you're going to buy something else that has a higher profit margin and you know we as humans usually do comply yeah i don't do impulse buying i usually i'll i make it a habit especially on the bigger items that i will go home and make another decision and then and then come back to the store well you're unusual (laughs) <laughs> you are a good shopper, Craig, but I'm not sure the retail's like you for that one. Uh, appreciate your call. Yeah, I don't think. Thank you. All right. Good to call uh, from Craig there from Biloxi. Um, Kevin and Nancy, this is Liz, the producer. When I was doing some research for the show, uh, some of the major retailers will have specifically electronics created just for them to sell during this period, and they may not have all the bells and whistles as a regular model. Model. So it's oh, it's sense. hard to compare the prices because they may be specially, uh, specially created with maybe less HDMI ports or, or less functions, but maybe the same size screen. And so they can offer it at a cheaper price. All right. And that's one thing I do like about online shopping is where you can do the comparison, where you can pull up several products and they give you that little chart where it's all there together and you can try to compare features. We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue looking for your personal finance questions and we continue our discussion about shopping, holiday shopping tips and strategy. So why is it called Black Friday? We'll tell you what BlackFriday.com says and we'll continue our discussion. If you'd like to join in, give us a phone call at 1-877-MPB. Ring. It's 1 672 7464. Or email the show money at mpbonline.org. Back with more after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
back. Uh, this is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. If you ever miss part of the show, you can always go to mpbonline.org slash money talks to listen again. Also, you can download the MPB public media app so that you have MPB Think Radio on your smartphone and you can listen on your schedule. Kevin Farrell here this morning with Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives. We're always looking for personal finance questions on a Tuesday morning. Today, we're also talking about holiday shopping, Black Friday tips and strategies uh, to make a stress-free holiday season, at least from the shopping aspect. If you'd like to join in, give us a phone call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 or send an email to money at mpbonline.org. So according to blackfriday.com, the term Black Friday was coined in the 1960s to mark the kickoff to the Christmas shopping season. Black referring to stores moving from the red to the black when accounting records were kept by hand and red ink indicated a loss and black indicated a profit. Ever since the start of the modern Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1924, the Friday after Thanksgiving has been known as the unofficial start to a bustling holiday shopping season. So uh, that's another thing. Do you uh, do you watch the, the Macy's Day Parade? Um, I watched some of it, and I had a great experience several years ago uh, of going to New York, and, um, and this was just kind of a strange thing where we bumped into somebody who had an apartment right on the parade route oh, wow. and had a Thanksgiving party and said, come to the party. Oh, <laughs> and we did. We all piled in and there was a little balcony. So we were out there. We could almost touch the balloons. Wow, that would be. That's a memorable. It was fun. Uh, you know, um, there are a number of sites that you can go to uh, to find out about Black Holiday or Black Holiday, Black Friday shopping deals. Uh, there's uh, BlackFriday.com, BFads.net, BestBlackFriday.com, DealNews.com, TheBlackFriday.com. I think if you put that in a search engine, you'll probably find a number of those. Uh, and then, you know, there's Cyber Monday, which Amazon is a big online retailer, obviously. And a lot of times they, you know, they have all their lightning deals and that sort of thing. But to me, and this harkens back to a concept that we learned in Broadcaster MassCom 101. If you give somebody too many choices, a lot of times they choose none because they get overwhelmed. And I find that especially on Amazon, I think if you're if you have something in mind that and you're looking for, I want to find a bargain on this. That's one thing. But to me, when you're just wading through all the different things on sale, and especially with Amazon, it's like, you know, they offer so much different stuff that to me, like I say, I get so confused. Well, it, and it can be. It can be. Um, and uh, as you bring up Amazon, that's what we are looking at right now as we look at this long range change in the way we do retail. And uh, it's certainly affecting our Main Street mom and pop store. Stores and um, and that's why I, I always like to encourage folks at this time of the year to pay attention to those small businesses in your area and give them some business because what they can offer is service mm-hmm. and um, give you some guidance on some things and make it easier. Um, but you know, I am an Amazon shopper. It's very convenient when I have very specific things that I'm looking for. But for broader things like you, it just becomes too much. And I would say that that there, I think there still is uh, something to be said for having going to a store and having an associate or whatever who hopefully knows a little bit about their product because you could get you know online chat and all that but i i find that that kind of assistance on 
online is a little bit difficult. It's easier, I think, when you're interacting with a well, person. Well, the other thing that we know, uh, we as humans, we like to see and touch things. And uh, that's the reason we have seen, although we've seen increases in online retail, it's still not competing with uh, the old standard retail because we like to go in a store. We like to see the products. We like to put our hands on them. You know, if it's clothing, you want to try them on. Um, and so that's a different experience. Uh, so if you have a personal finance question this morning or if uh, you have some tips and strategies for effective holiday shopping, you can give us a call today at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 You know, the other interesting thing is uh, with uh, Toys R Us, you know, went bankrupt, although I think now that they're actually there's some talk of sort of reorganizing and coming back. But I've noticed that a lot of stores that might not have had toy sections uh, before. Yeah, they're really adding picking those. Up the, yeah. Even like Kroger, uh, a lot of shopping uh, grocery stores are. I know I was in... Um, TJ Maxx, which, you know, is a department store, and they had just an expanded uh, toy section. So it's interesting to me that kind of when it was all in one place, apparently there wasn't enough business, but then other businesses are picking up because there still is that need. Right, because there's still a, a demand for that. Uh, this time of year, I guess uh, if there's a price or a coupon tool, that might uh, come in handy. Uh, you can try Google Shopping, or there's services such as Nextag, Price Grabber, Price Watch, and Shopzilla. Uh, and then you can always have uh, apps on your phone, maybe, uh, that will help us out. Um, and again, I guess these are like, say, Price Grabber or Price Watch. Again, that's something if you're looking for a TV. Right, for a particular product, and you want to watch when that price drops. That's yeah, so it'll, it'll alert you to, yeah. uh, to that. Um, so um, what other type ideas, I mean, anything else well, that I, you would I, offer I'm gonna, as a I'm tips? just going to come back to what I said at the beginning of the show, that um, with everything that we're seeing right now, I, I think... Uh, consumers need to be cautious about using credit. That doesn't mean you need to be cautious about having a good holiday, but hopefully you have cash or you know that this. if I put it on my credit card, I can pay this off at the end of the month and uh, don't depend on that credit to support a big holiday that's going to give you a credit hangover at the first of the year that may become a problem when things start to slow down. Um, And also, if there are some bigger ticket items that you would really like, uh, appliances, for instance, things that don't necessarily have to be bought at Christmas, but our retailers are pushing us to go in that direction, if things are slowing down the first of the year when you have cash, that's when you have uh, the power as the shopper to find the best deals. So, um, you know... Have a great Christmas. Come up with your list. Make sure everyone enjoys what they're doing. Uh, But be very careful about racking up credit right now. And I think, too, you know, uh, that... um Maybe plan out things, um, experiences, get together with family. I mean, that maybe sounds a little bit too Hallmark cardish or whatever. But I think, you know, especially as adults, it's 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 harder to buy presents for adults. I think because you know when you're kids, you buy them a toy or whatever. And so I think that there are some other things that you might could do that might be more meaningful in the long run that wouldn't cost a lot. You know, like maybe getting together with family at a 
you know, the beach or some sort of retreat type thing. Uh, or, um, you know, there are many charities. I, I mean, my, my mailbox and my uh, email box are full of requests from charities right now. Um, and that's I think that's a great gift, especially for an adult, if you know there's some group or uh, some cause that they're very interested in, that if you can make a donation in their name, that becomes more meaningful. We're looking for your personal finance questions this morning. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 Send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Uh, you know, you talked a little bit about um, the way stores get people into the store and that's kind of half the battle because once you're in there, you're liable to find something that you can buy. And I think don't we always? That yeah, might be a case with a lot of these uh, coupons. So um, it's interesting, and this is a bit of a tangent. But at the grocery store, every time I check out, I, it seems like I get a coupon for a product that's not the one I bought, but something maybe very similar to it. Well, right, and um, a lot of times when I look at coupons, and I know there's some people who are really good at it, but every time I look at them, there are things that um, probably if I bought. Um, a different brand, I would get at least as good a price or less, um, and uh, or they're products that I don't really use. And so you have to be very careful with that. You can just be bombarded with all of those. I think that's the same way. So I think a lot of times if you have a coupon, you're liable to buy that thing where if – and it's usually not a whole lot of a discount. But you, if if you didn't get the coupon, you probably would never have thought to buy that uh, anyway. So also I guess uh, more stores are going to loyalty programs. Uh, sales and promotions to their members first, uh, and maybe you can earn a reward on on what they buy. And I guess if it, along those lines, again, if you you know do some comparison shopping or look closely, something that has a rewards thing where you spend this much and you get something in return, I guess would be more attractive in in that kind of a thing. Well, that only works if there's a particular place that you shop all the time. You know, you go get your coffee at that same store every morning. And so once you get that 10th one, it's free. Um, but that's a, the purpose of a loyalty card is to generate some steady cash flow for those retailers and to build up a customer base who is loyal to them and will continue to come back. Um, I have a problem with loyalty cards because they get stuck in my purse and then I end up with three or four loyalty <laughs> cards from the same place. <laughs> You're right. It's like you don't have your card, so they give you another one. Plus, there used to be a shoe store in the area, and I was funny because it was like, the 13th pair is always free. And you know I love shoes, but you if do. you're a single person, 13 pairs of shoes, that's going to be a while before you get to that. So, um, But, you know, again, I guess be smart, think about things, don't get overwhelmed by the glitz or the the idea of, of a discount or well, something. Well, I, I think this is the year to really, uh, we always talk about this, but but this is really the year to sit down and uh, make your list, uh, make plans, look at your budget as far as what you can cover right now, uh, leaving those credit cards aside and and intend to not build up that credit and um, and and just be wise about that uh, because we have so much uncertainty right now and I'm talking about uncertainty when a lot of people are going but hey aren't things great um, that's how it works there are things that are kind of already built into the cake that may cause things to slow down and you certainly don't want to be facing next year with uh, last year's 
credit card bills on Christmas and um, a declining situation in the economy. We need to take another break. Uh, When we get back, we'll continue looking for your personal finance questions, first and foremost. That's why we're on the air each Tuesday. But again, today, talking a little bit about uh, holiday shopping. Maybe if you have some tips or strategies about how you avoid the extra stress that holiday shopping might create. Also, how many folks do you think will be out shopping this week? We'll get that prediction and continue our discussion after the break. You can join in by giving us a phone call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 877 You can also email the show. It's money at mpbonline.org. Back with more after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. I'm Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives. Nancy and her co-workers are co-authors of the book Piggy Planet, Prudent Investors Get Going Young. And we mentioned that a lot, but if you would, maybe if you're looking for a book to buy a young person, tell us again uh, sort of the genesis of the book and the information that's in there. Well, um, Susan McAdory, who is um, uh, one of my staff, uh, really was behind this, and she is one of the authors of the book, and um, she wanted to do something that was focused on younger people, giving them some guidelines in all kinds of areas, Um, and um, so she really started, she was the editor. She took a lot of things that I have uh, written and spoken about and we had available, and so she took that and and put that into uh, print, and then I edited some of that. Uh, Ryder wrote parts of it. I wrote parts of it. She wrote parts of it. As we tried to write a book that was very approachable and um, that that younger people, they were looking at young professionals where they've been reaching out to people who are just getting started in their careers, and they don't have a lot right now, but maybe one day this is how they will have a accumulated some wealth and they need some help. They have some basic questions about, you know, buying a house, purchasing a car, what about insurance? How do I navigate all of these things? And um, so that's how that all got put together and the reason we have three co-authors and three different voices on that. And I think uh, I'm, I'm like a lot of people that I think if I could go back to myself 30 years ago, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Yeah. And that's why I think it's important because, you know, if you can, at that early age, when, as you say, as you're first starting your career, get into some good habits of saving and investing and that kind of thing. When you look back as you near retirement age, it's it's amazing uh, what, what you might, what you can accumulate, I guess. Well, time is on your side when you're younger and uh, you can get started with a smaller amount and you make it a habit, as you say, and um, versus waiting till you're in 
in your 40s or 50s to say, oh, my goodness, I have to retire and I haven't prepared. Now you have to double down. And it's a whole lot harder. So it's really pretty easy and not very painful at all if you just start with that first job and get going. You can find our book on Amazon. All right. Very good. Uh, If you have a personal finance question this morning or a shopping strategy or tip you'd like to share with us, the number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email the show as well, money at mpbonline.org. Before the break, we asked how many people are going to be shopping this week. Retailers are preparing for one of their biggest weekends of the year. An estimated 164 million people are already planning to go shopping Thanksgiving Day through Cyber Monday, and that's according to the annual survey released by the National Retail Federation. Uh, The survey found that those planning to shop during the long holiday weekend, 21% plan to shop on Thanksgiving Day, Uh, which, I mean, I don't know. To me, once you eat Thanksgiving dinner, I'm pretty much kind of, you know, done for the day anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that turkey and dressing just, you know, puts me to sleep. Uh, Black Friday will remain the busiest day with 71% planning to shop. Uh, 41% are expected to shop on Small Business Saturday. I think that's a new thing. But, again, you talked about that, maybe trying to recognize some of the small uh, businesses and retailers in your local area uh, that also need support. So they've created that day. Uh, 78% of those say they will do specifically to support small businesses. Then on Sunday, 20% are expected to shop. And the shopping weekend wraps up on Cyber Monday when 46% are expected to take advantage of online bargains. So uh, that's a lot of people out their shopping. And again, that's why it's it's such a big deal uh, for our retailers uh, across the country. And remember, when we look at our overall economy, we measure that by the GDP, the gross domestic product. Um, that represents all the goods and services that are produced. And we look at the components of that. The biggest component which represents about two-thirds of that um, GDP, is consumer spending. So that really drives everything, which is why we look so closely at this Christmas retail season. You know, we talk about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and how much we spend, but my goodness, if you look at Singles Day, do you know about Singles Day, Kevin? Mm-mm. Singles Day um, was is is actually an invented holiday. It's eleven eleven one 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 one, and um, Alibaba, a Chinese company, mm-hmm. um, online company. It's like an Amazon and eBay all rolled into one. Um, they have more sales on their singles day than we have throughout our Christmas season. Hmm. Um, Of course, they have a lot more customers. And so that singles day in China has become their Black Friday. So Hmm. they look at that as this is how we drive sales and consumers buy. And it's a big event at that time for them. You know, too, I would think uh, the not just the retailers, but obviously Restaurants, because obviously if you're out about yeah, shopping, yeah, because then you, you know, that's that is part of retail. Uh, yeah, you're going to go find something to eat while you're out there, right? You have to gas up the car, so yeah, this is yeah. something that I think a lot of businesses uh, look forward to. Uh, my one tip would be um, find a parking space uh, in the back part of the parking lot. I think you'll find more spaces there, uh, so there won't be that fight of you know or that 
standoff where two cars pull from opposite directions and you're just trying to figure out who who gets the spot. Also, a little more exercise if you have to walk from... Well, and see, that's the advantage of, of going to a small business because you can pull right up to the door. You're not fighting the crowds as much. Uh, that's why I like it. All right. Uh, and I would say, you know... Um, you know, we talked about this earlier. I would say if you go in with a shopping list, because, again, I think that will eliminate some of the the stress or whatever if you know what you're going in for. And as you mentioned, too, uh, if you have a list, you're maybe less likely to go for some of the impulse buys. Because, again, once once they get you in there, they're going to be doorbusters and all these other things. And, you know, if you have a list, I think you're less liable to say, oh, look. I needed that thing that I never knew I needed before. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and, you know, if you go into a place like a Walmart or a Target, you're going to get a cart. You'll be able to fill that up. Uh, but, you know, if you go to an outlet mall uh, and you're jumping from one store to the other, it can become really cumbersome to have all those bags. So, you know, you can uh, look at those folks who live in the city for a little tip here is to get one of those little portable carts that you can take with you. And that makes it easier to haul your goodies from one place to the next. And also, I would say, too, don't uh, kind of get caught up in remember that obviously the cumulative thing you know, like if you go to one store and you find a bargain, you think you're 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 doing well, maybe you would sort of end your shopping trip. I think if you if you buy too many bargains at too many different places, obviously you haven't it's not a bargain as much because the total has uh, increasing every time you go into another store and find the great bargain and, and also uh, make sure you track your receipts we have apps now that allow you to take a picture of the receipt and track it uh, hang on to it because it could be there are returns along the way uh, especially if you're uh, with gifts you may have some people who find that they don't like their gift or they you know it doesn't fit them and they need to be able to take it back and also uh, both uh, in retail and online again don't forget about your um your security things you know being being safe with especially online but also you know keep track of your credit card or your debit card or whatever you're using or even your cash uh when you're spending because again when they're out and about uh, with all the crowds out there you want to be extra safe about making sure that you uh keep track of of where it's going but also you know there are there are nefarious people out there and this is, would be a day i think that they might try to take adv- advantage of situations like that we have got a caller on the line so we go to mobile this time and we say uh good morning to Jim. Jim, you're on the air with us. Go ahead, please. I have a 529 question. I have uh, two grandchildren. One is two and a half, and the other one is a newborn. And I'm going to give money to my kids to set up the 529 for, for my grandkids. And, you know, at the beginning of the program, you talked about the downturn of the market, possibly. And since I was going to front load this 529, I am worried about putting it into, you know, like Vanguard World Diversified Fund and maybe put it into the money market to begin with and then dollar average later. Um, that's that's a possibility. So um, are you going to use Alabama's 529 plan? Yes, I will be. Okay. Do you get a tax break for any? Uh, 
I'm going to give it to my kids, and they'll get the tax break. They'll set up the 529. Okay. So a 529 is a college savings plan that's like a 401k, which means whatever you put in and whatever it grows to is what they have to use for educational purposes. And within that plan, there's a list of funds that you can choose. So um, you've got one that has Vanguard in it. We love Vanguard. Um, Here in Mississippi, we have TIA CREF funds. They're okay. Not as good as what we like with the, the Vanguard fund. Um, so what you're talking about doing is some timing. So here's another thing you might want to do, because this is a long-term situation, um, is just go ahead and do an age-based fund. And if you still have some concerns, even though you're talking about a newborn and a toddler, maybe you choose an age-based one that's for an older child, and then you bump it back. Um You know, it's really hard to do the timing. That's the problem. And uh, we're not sure exactly what's going to happen, but this is long term. So you've got anywhere from 16 to 18 years. And over that period of time, the market's going to fluctuate widely. Um, So I don't know that I'd be as concerned about that. I either think you need to just throw it in there and and do the age-based and let it go um, or... Yeah, you could some just do what you're suggesting with a money market and then every month move some over over six to nine months. Okay. I, I don't think you're going to lose either way. I, I love that you're using a 529. It's one of the best gifts you can do for your grandchildren. Great. All right. Well, thank you. Thank hey, you. Yeah, Jim, thanks for the call. This is Money Talks. Let's take one final break this hour. Today, we're looking for your personal finance questions, as we do each Tuesday morning. We're also talking today about a wise holiday shopping, maybe strategies and tips that you can uh, get the most for your money and maybe avoid the stress of uh, fighting with folks while everyone is out shopping during this retail uh, holiday season. You can give us a call to join the conversation at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 877 672-7464. You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. A question to think about during the break. After gifts, what will Americans be spending their money on this time of year? We'll have that answer for you as we wrap up the show after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives. Today we are talking about uh, holiday shopping, but also looking for any personal finance questions that you have for us. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can email the show. Send it to money at mpbonline.org. Uh, and before the break, we asked you, other than gifts, what are people buying this time of year? And 
besides gifts. The highest anticipated holiday expense reported is entertaining family and friends at 34%, and that's reported by Coinstar. Although, I'm not, isn't Coinstar the one that has that change machine like at the uh, grocery store? I think so. I wonder, you know, are they commissioning that? Survey. Yeah, that must be because that's that seems. But you know that makes sense because along with uh, shopping and everything, uh, this is certainly is a, a time of year when uh, people get together and with friends and coworkers. And, you and know, when we look at research on uh, does money make you happy, uh, the way it really makes us happy is when we spend on experiences. And so Thanksgiving is the holiday that I think that is it's is the best one for an experience because it's just we're going to gather around a table we're going to have a meal we're going to talk um you know the biggest pressure is who who makes the best pie um (laughs) and there there are no gifts like christmas and that you have to deal with no pressure from all of that and so that and any experience that is a shared experience that creates memories also adds to that happiness um and so this is a good time to to spend on food and family and gather around that table and share some stories and I'm a little uh, miffed that I think it seems like more and more Thanksgiving's a little bit getting the short trip because people go crazy for Halloween because they get to dress up in costumes and that sort of thing. And after that's over, it seems like people zip right into you know, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, straight and to things. Christmas. Right. Yeah. So, but I agree that, you know, uh, getting together with uh, friends and family that you might not see at other parts of the year, uh, you just traditions of, of, you know, going there every year and each year you can have stories of previous things and as families grow and change you get to meet new family members and that sort of thing so i agree that this is certainly a great holiday for experiences and and maybe not as materialistic as as although you know christmas doesn't have to be materialistic either you can use that same idea and share with friends and family during christmas as well uh we've got another caller on the line uh, from covington louisiana we say good morning to john hi john you're on the air with us go ahead hello um thank you for your show thanks um, is it still important to check the credit report every now and then, even if you have the freeze in place with the three credit bureaus? Uh, um, if you have a credit freeze in place, you are probably fine because uh, nobody can open an account for you with that freeze in place. And in fact, I've frozen our credits and then I forget about them and we're going to you know, my husband wants to take advantage of some special deal, and he says my credit is frozen, so you should be fine. Um, I, I I don't see a reason as long as you make sure on the front end before you have frozen it that everything looks accurate, and you don't see any problems, and then put the freeze in place. You're good. Okay, well, thank you. I just didn't know whether I should be looking. You know, every three. Three times a year, I believe you're entitled to the free credit report. And um, well, actually, it's one time a year, but you can uh, space it out with each of the credit reporting agencies, and that's how you can get more. Okay, well, thank you very much. All right, thanks for your call, John. There's still time if you'd like to call in with a question at one eight seven seven MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Another tip uh, is to check store policies in advance so you know what their price match or return policies might uh, be. Know your return policy. Um, yeah, and that's where with small businesses you have to be very careful because many small businesses don't have as generous a, of a return policy. 
policy. Often they will say, oh, it's store credit, um, or sometimes they'll say no refunds at all. So be very careful about that. Yeah, and uh, uh, also uh, sometimes stores will suspend price match guarantees uh, during the holiday shopping season. So again, uh, do your research, do some homework before you go in so you know what you're getting into. There was another one on the Consumer Reports had some tips, and uh, it says to avoid pricey accessories. So if you've got a big screen TV or whatever, don't, don't blow your savings by spurging on pricey accessories or extended warranties. Two points there. I was at uh, a GameStop the other day, and this was the classic case of upselling because this guy apparently got in some parents that were not really familiar with what it was. So he was going on about the PS4 and how great it was and that sort of thing. And I was kind of wandering around the store. And the next thing I know, he's like, and of course, they're going to need some gaming headphones. And, and, and oh, I, yeah. you know, he was upselling and you could see the the uh, the gears going in there. And I thought those poor suckers are going to get, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you get a deal on a TV, don't ruin that by getting, you know, surround sound or that sort of thing. Uh, what about extended warranties? What are your thoughts on that? I never do extended warranties. Um, you have standard warranties in place, which are mostly good for everything. Now, I always will hear, hear some client, uh, you know, they'll call me and say, oh, but I bought that extended warranty and look how it paid off. Um, if you look at the probabilities, the probabilities are that they are not beneficial. And so you, that often is, I mean, you know, it's just an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at the standard warranty and you think, well, that covers most everything and anything beyond that I can handle, then don't worry about it. Well, and a lot of times, too, especially if you're replacing something and the thing that you replaced, you know, serviced well, it lived its, its, it lived its useful life or whatever, then I wouldn't, uh, I remember, a, I think it was a washer or a dryer I had had for like 20 years and it finally gave up the ghost. So I went to buy it a new time. one. Right. And the guy said, do you want the extended warranty? And I'm like, well, this last dryer lasts me 20 years. And it was funny. I right? know. He I said, know. well, they don't make things like they used well, to. Well, they don't, but still, uh, right. for the most part, um, the, the standard warranty is fine. Yeah, and that's just another way, again, that if you get some savings and then you, you know, you spend all that extra stuff, uh, that's that's kind of blow your savings there. So uh, just about a minute or so left. Um, anything else that you can think of? Again, you know, I guess maybe we want to re- reiterate because it's so important. You're talking about the idea of be very careful with your credit. Right. Um, enjoy the holiday. Um, make that list. Stick to that list. Try to use cash uh, as much as possible or your debit card as much as possible. If you do use your credit card, make sure you track what you're putting on that, and it's an amount that you can pay off at the end of the month. Don't have a credit card hangover in 2019 because there are a lot of uncertainties out there, and we don't want to see rising credit card limits and uh, a limited ability to get rid of them. And also, we mentioned Consumer Reports. They have a list of uh, Black Friday shopping tips, but also Consumer Reports in general, I think, is good because they, I think they're somewhat of a neutral site. And so when they, when a new product comes out or when products come out, they sometimes will, you know, meticulously review those and they'll give you the pros and cons of everything. So, again, if you want to do your research, if, if you're going to buy a big ticket item like a TV, which seems to be one of the ones folks uh, get this time of year, uh, go to some sites and see, you know, compare these, what, what 
what uh, what the people maybe that bought them out there or some someone who knows a little bit more about what the good things are. One other uh, specific thing to TVs that's interesting here from the Consumer Reports site, uh, beware the cheapest set. Sometimes super low doorbuster specials draw people in with visions of savings, but the sets might not be worth the price. And again, any kind of, uti- uh, any kind of uh, TV, dryer, washer, that sort of thing, if it's going to be around for a long time, uh, make sure you're getting a good deal on the front end or you might uh, be suffering for a while with that TV that doesn't have a great picture or whatever. That's going to wrap us up for today. Uh, Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. To hear today's show or previous show, one way to find it is to go to mpbonline.org slash money talks. The show is produced by Liz Gill, and our call screener today was Java Chapman. For Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's In Legal Terms. The topic will be laws affecting schools with the guest, the lead attorney for the Jackson Public Schools. And we'll be back next Tuesday at 9 for another Money Talks, heard only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.